0: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's getting closer to midnight. I try to get closer to you. Hi everyone, welcome to my first ever episode of my podcast. <laughs> I've got the giggles. I, it took me about 10 minutes to say anything then. I've just been staring at the microphone having a bit of fright but I've opened my mouth now so there's no getting back. Oh hello, thanks so much for listening. Oh my god as if you actually, you took the time out of your day to listen to me. There's something wrong with you, first of all, but also thank you so much. And also, thank you so much for the response to this podcast. As soon as I announced it, you were all so excited. And I cannot tell you how much that means. I've wanted to do a podcast for so long, right? Basically, me and Jake, my boyfriend, we were going to do a podcast together. We had a name for it. It was called In The Dog House. If you and your boyfriend want to start a podcast, you can have the name. We're not doing it anymore, but we thought it was a great name. We had the whole logo designed. It was genius, right? We had all these plans. We filmed the first episode and then we also bought all this equipment. Well, Jake did. I bought all this equipment, which has worked in my favor now, but yeah, we, we were really going to do it. And then Jake just decided one day that his heart weren't in it which is completely fair do you know what I mean like if your heart's not in it your heart's not in it ham but mine was and I was devastated not like oh my god I hate you you've crushed my dreams but I was a bit like oh that's such a shame like we could have done something really quite beautiful together but you know it is what it is he didn't want to do a podcast with me actually this is what happened I was listening to the Jamie Lang private parts podcast and he uploaded an episode called podcast in 101 and it was all about how to start a podcast these, basically, podcasts on 101, these are the tips, these are the deal, this is the deal, and he was like, you know, do this, do that, make sure you like this, and I was listening to it thinking, oh, the things I do to start a podcast, such a shame that this isn't something I can do, and I thought, well, oh, maybe I could do it with my best friend, but then I was like, we don't see each other every week, how's that gonna happen, and I was like, oh, I could always do it with my sister, that'd be funny, and then I was like, well, we also don't see each other every week, and she's got three children so she doesn't have the time to sit down and chat shit with me and that's sort of the extent of my friendship. so i was like it's just not going to happen and then i thought to myself excuse me you don't need anyone do it on your own and then i thought no one does podcasts on their own i mean some people do but most people have a guest or someone to talk to and i can't have a guest on every week cuz a i ain't got the budget you know hand joint I mean? but b I don't have the connections. I have the friends and I'm just too awkward, I think, but maybe one day I definitely want to do guests one day, but it's just not something I could guarantee every week. So then I thought what I do on TikTok is essentially a podcast. It's just three minute episodes. Now I wake up, I make a coffee and I talk about how my day's go in, how my week's go in, what I'm feeling I ask you guys what you're feeling, we talk about everything, like on my TikTok lives, we talk about everything, we have no boundaries, me and you, and I thought, this is the perfect foundations for a podcast, just do it on your own, hun, and lo and behold, here I am, I'm sat here in my boyfriend's office, with one, two, three light staring at me, I've got headphones on, but a mic in front of me, feel very professional, very cool, and I'm doing a podcast, you know what I mean. And I'm gonna be so consistent with this because I'm excited and I'm really in love with it already. I'm so in love. Oh my god, do you love the do you love the artwork on the album cover on the front? Do you love it? I love it so much. I'm wearing the same top now because I literally just took the photos, but I'm so excited about it. Anyway, let's move on to the first segment. So most episodes will probably involve me telling you what's happened in my week. I am an actress slash singer slash failure at that, um, so I go to a lot of auditions, so I thought, what better place to come and talk to, wait, what? What better place to come and talk about the auditions I've had than the podcast, so I can be like, guys, got an audition next week, can't even deal, and then next week I'll be like, guys, had my audition, I got a recall, it was amazing, you know, hopefully it goes like that, but lately it has not been going that way, anyway, um, so yeah, and also I really want to know what's going on in your lives. Like that's one thing I love about doing TikTok lives, is I have so many of you now that are just like my regular friends, like such <laughs> only friends. So you guys always say to me, like, I, I I I'm pregnant, or like, oh, I've got a job interview tomorrow, or like, oh, first day at a new job tomorrow. So I want you every week to send me a DM on Instagram, send an email to Line at gmail.com and you can send me good news that's happened to you, oh my god, you're pregnant, oh my god, you just got a new job, oh my god, you just got a pay rise, a promotion, oh my god, the boy that you've been in love with for five years has just finally asked you to be his girlfriend, or oh my god, your best friend is getting married, and you're a bridesmaid at her wedding, like, I want to know, I really, I really want to know, because I love the positive vibes, when there's something good going on in somebody else's life, I feel it, makes me happy, do you know what I mean, and you can also send me dilemmas, things you need advice with, because I'm definitely going to come to you guys for advice, I need someone to talk, like I said, I don't have any friends, so I need someone to talk to, I need the advice, okay, I make myself sound like I'm literally hated by everyone, I have friends, but like, not friends that I'm like, frequently seeing or spending time with, do you know what I mean? Anyway, we're we back to you, so you can always just like, DM me, Well, I'd rather an email because then I I can go to it and not get lost because I get DMs saying like everything. Whereas when I go to the email, at least then I know what I'm looking for, what I'm going to find. Do you know what I mean? Send me an email with whatever you have to say. We're going to have a weekly debate, which we are going to get into shortly. So feel free to send in topic ideas, anything that you want us to debate and discuss. So yeah, whatever you want to the emails, basically, just no hate very sensitive. Can't take, can't take criticism. It's one thing about me. All right, let's move on to the next segment, which is the weekly debate. Now I put up an Instagram story on my Leah on the Line Instagram page and it says, can a girl and a guy ever just be friends? Now, nobody really likes my response to this question and I've always had the same views and people don't often agree with me, and they tend to get quite defensive, which I get, but I still, I still do believe what I believe, but I'll tell you my opinion in a minute, I'm going to read some of your responses, and I got a lot, by the way, I cannot even deal with how many of you responded to this, honestly, I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you're all like invested in this podcast already, it literally makes me so excited, I'm not already excited to upload episode. 10. Do you know what I mean? I haven't even finished episode one yet. Anyway, so you guys seem to all have taken the direction of if you were the, if it was your boyfriend that had the girl best friend, whereas I was just talking like, do you genuinely believe a girl and a guy can be just completely pl- platonic? God, that's a mouthful for some reason. Pl- platonic. Anyway, you guys seem to think you can be platonic, which I don't know, but yeah. Okay, here we go. For sure they can, but there's a line that shouldn't be crossed, especially if you're in a relationship. So this is, this is what I mean. Okay, it's like, what, what do you mean then? So do you believe it or not? If you think that there is a line that can be crossed, you, let's move on to somebody else's opinion, because I'll get into mine in a minute. All right. As long as there's no history between them, somebody says, um, from my experience, the girls can, but the guys can't. I feel you. One of my besties is a boy. He's good looking, but I could never go there with a sick emoji. (laughs) Poor bestie. Um, I fancy my boy best mate and we've been together for three years. (gasps) Oh my God. Yeah. But only when the girl has absolutely zero attraction to the guy. I've had a guy best friend for 10 plus years and been with my boyfriend for six months. My boyfriend's okay with it and trusts us both, my boy bestie has never pushed the boundaries. The majority of my friends are guys and there has never been anything sexual. Personal experience, the guy usually ends up developing feelings. Um, one always catches feelings. It took my boyfriend time to get used to me having a guy best friend. My family used to find it weird. Whew um, depends how close they are and how often they hang out, um, I have a guy best friend that I have absolutely no sexual chemistry with at all, so, a lot of you are saying the same thing, which is, yeah, you can be besties as long as you don't fancy each other, but here is my opinion, and this is where people come for me, right, but this is what, this is what this podcast is about, opinions, so, I believe that a guy and a girl can be best friends. Yeah, sure. But if you stood up naked in front of your boy best mate and said, shag me, he'll shag you. 100%. 100%. Your boyfriend will have, I mean, your best mate would have sex with you if, if you give it to him. Or vice versa. One of you, you the boy, let's be honest, would take the opportunity if it was there. You know? Like... I'm genuinely saying this because in most cases, men are pigs. Okay? (laughs) Nah, they're not. I mean, kind of. I mean, they're not. (sighs) Anyway, realistically, a guy could be the most, by the way, can I just clarify? We're talking about a straight male and a straight female being best friends. Okay. If you get to know each other, and then you become really, really good friends, or maybe you've been best friends since you were like five, maybe your mums are best friends, whatever your situation is, you're best friends, I'm not talking just friends, like, oh, yeah, we're just mates, I'm talking best mates, like, we hang out, just us two, he comes on mine, we watch films, he's my best friend, if you got drunk, there is always a possibility that you could have sex, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it might sound absolutely disgusting to you, but I guarantee it probably doesn't sound disgusting to him. He might not even be the slightest bit attracted to you, but a guy's not going to turn down the purse. Do you know what I mean? Like he's actually not. And if it comes from his best friend, he don't care. It's not going to stop him. He will take it. That is my personal opinion. I really do believe yeah, all right, you can be best mates, you probably don't fancy each other, but he'd have sex with you if you offered it, or you would have sex with him if he got a stick out and was like, do you want to have sex? I mean, to be fair, a lot of girls would probably be like, put that away, what the fuck are you doing? But, I don't know, prove me wrong. Have you, get naked in front of your boy best friends and send me an email, let me know how it goes, and all I'm saying is, Enjoy it, girls. Enjoy the sex you're about to experience. Let's do a social experiment. All of you get your vaginas out to your boy best mates and let's see how they respond. I really interestingly had a response from a guy. So interesting. It's probably my one and only male listener, so shout out to you, honey. And he's a straight guy, so he can help us in this situation. He says... Don't get me wrong, I think my I think my female friends are attractive because lads don't get to know girls. They don't find attractive. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? Like, you don't get to know girls you don't find attractive? I think that's absolutely repulsive. No, okay, I'm not calling you repulsive. You're my one and only male listener. And to be honest, we could use a male perspective, so please stay. But... Is, is that not shallow? <laughs> like, you're only making friends with people if you think they're fit. I don't know if that's the case of all guys, but also we are taking, in, taking into consideration friendships that have been around for 10 plus years since you were toddlers, whatever. But anyway, moving, moving on with his, with his, uh, reply, he says, um, But there comes a point where you know if there's anything between you or not. And if there's not, but you get on, then why would you throw that friendship away? Fair. Fair enough. Of course, never throw a friendship away. But what I'm saying is, Brad. His name's not Brad, but whatever. If said friend got a fanny out, you'd put it in. Like, you just would. Like, you actually would. I know you would because you said you fancied her one day, but you're just saying there's nothing there, so, there don't need to be nothing there, does there, to have sex with someone, for some people, I mean, for some people, there might have to be something there, but not for me, huh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean that, um, do I mean that, I don't think there needs to be something there for me to have sex with someone, as long as I, sometimes you just want to have sex, you know, anyway, moving on, I understand why some girls see it as a red flag, and in some cases it will be, but I just feel like it's not that deep. Thought it would be interesting to share a lad's point of view. Hope you don't mind. Absolutely do not mind. Love you so much. Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. I find it really interesting that you said that you have to find a girl attractive to even be friends with them. A bit shallow, if you ask me, honey, but I'm joking. I'm not really joking. Don't know why I say joking. I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's not really shallow I suppose because I guess your instinct when it comes to a girl is in that way so you're becoming friends with them from default of it not being a relationship rather than it you going in with the intentions of a friendship first so in that case you're not being shallow at all take it back hope you're not offended by my initial response so yeah let me know what you guys think um it's a really interesting topic I do believe guys and girls can hold really strong friendships because I love having f- guy friends. I've always got on with guys better. They don't judge you. They, they're they there for you. Somebody actually said you can trust them with everything. And my personal opinion is you can trust them with everything because they don't give a fuck. Like, I could be like, oh my God, Megan posted a story the other day, and I'm sure it's about me. It was so bitchy. Like, he's not going to go over to Megan and be like, oi, Meg's... I I spoke to Leah the other day and she thinks your story was about her. No, he doesn't. Because he doesn't care. That is the only reason we can trust boys with information like this, because they don't give a fuck. Like I said, they've just got Fanny on the brain 24-7. Like, <sighs> I'm making out, like, boys are all really shallow, but... And then I go to go, I'm mainly Jake and it's not the case all the time, but it's the case a lot of the time. Like, let's not actually lie. And also a lot of the time with girls as well, sometimes our only intention with guy friendships is we want a friend, and sometimes we just also want someone to get the benefits from. But yeah, I've had so many guy friends, but I'm telling you now, there's not one straight guy friend that there wasn't at least two minutes of potential, do you know what I mean? Like, tell me you haven't looked at your guy best mate and thought, could I have sex with you? Or when he gets a girlfriend, like, you've not got a little bit jealous. Have you not? I don't know. I get the feeling, I don't know. Like I said, let me know what you guys think, where you guys stand on that one. Really interesting topic of debate. Um, Send me in your weekly debates for next week. I want to know what you guys want to know, what you guys would love to hear other people's opinions on. Let's get the debate topics coming in. Now moving on to the next segment, which is dilemmas. So you have all eat, not all of you, but a good a good amount of you. Not gonna lie, like I'm feeling pretty important. No, I'm not important. But I'm feeling loved. I'm feeling loved and appreciated for making the podcast. Basically, put it that way. And you guys all loved and appreciated. Let me tell you that. So dilemma number one. Which one do I want to pick? A lot. I thought they were all going to be about boys, to be honest, but. I'm really happy to see such a mix in dilemmas, there's so much to, to talk about, so many different, you know, topics, okay, dilemma number one, hey Leah, so excited about the new podcast, yay, I love you so much, thank you, I'm so happy you're all excited, it means so much, it makes me more excited, anyway, anyway, back to you. I've recently had a big falling out with a close friend and to be honest I know it's for the best because the friendship wasn't great by the end but I'm really struggling with how to deal with the change in dynamics in our wider group. I was wondering if you have any advice on how to deal with bestie breakups, they're just as shit as relationship breakups, can't wait to listen. Thank you so much for your dilemma. I'm really sorry to hear about your friendship, honestly I went through a friendship breakup last year and it's still to this day is really difficult for me to cope with. I it really really hurts and upsets me still. You feel so rejected, don't you? Like when a friend breaks up with you. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like broken up with, do you know what I mean. But even when something fizzles out, like you feel so rejected and like neglected. You're like, was I not like a decent enough person that you would actually want me to stay around? But oh my god, back to you, like, look at me just making it about me, Um, like you said, you know it's for the best, so I say focus on that, like you said, you know it's for the best, like, you've got absolutely nothing to worry about in terms of, oh, what do I do, like, I want my friend back, like, like you said, it's for the best, so my advice to you is focus on yourself, focus on everything else that you have around you, um set your mind to something really positive that you can focus on, and then you're you'll just adjust to not having them in your life. Um, because that's one of the most difficult bits, isn't it? It's like adjusting to someone being in your life, especially a best friend, they're such a massive part of your life. Like, oh my god, the best friend that I lost last year, she was my life, like literally my fully blown rock. And the worst bit is it's like getting used to them not being around. So I just think focus on yourself as much as you can. Make sure that you like who you are, what you're about, how you treat people, what what you put your energy into. And then everything else sort of just comes along on its own. And don't take it personally, you know, friendships friendships fizzle out for so many reasons and they're not always personal. So I just think make sure you're happy with who you are, you like who you are and Like you said, except people don't stay in your life forever. What's that saying? They come into your life for a lesson, blessing, or a season? That doesn't rhyme. Lesson, blessing, or a season. That doesn't rhyme one bit. I'm sure that's it though. Anyway, yeah. Um, You're struggling to deal with the change in dynamics. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, like I said, adjusting to them not being in your life anymore. It's that change of dynamic. But you will you will adjust because at the end of the day you don't really have a choice but to adjust. They're not in your life anymore. You said it's for the better, so it probably is. You have no choice but to adjust, whether, you know, no matter how difficult it is, you will adjust. You just will. And you're gonna be absolutely fine and focus on everything in your life that you do have that is good for you. And they weren't good for you, and that's why they're not in your life anymore. Love ya. Okay, moving on to the next dilemma bit of a twist in topics so this one is called city girl or small town life she says firstly I just wanted to say I'm so excited for this podcast oh my god thank you so much I've been following you since your first youtube video of Jake and I'm so proud of everything you've achieved so far love you oh my god oh my god RIP headphone users sorry um I'm looking for a little help and advice for the past few years one of my goals is to move to London I'm very close to being offered my dream job oh my god bestie and it would give me the opportunity to move here I love the city the atmosphere and there is so much to do however I don't know anyone in London at all if I moved it would potentially be on my own which seems very scary I found it difficult to find affordable places to live where the best place is how I would make friends etc I come from quite a small area and I've never lived anywhere on a big scale like London before. It would be quite far away from my family, boyfriend, friends, etc. And that really scares me. I wouldn't want to share a house with people who I don't know, I'd much rather be in my own space, obviously I know this is difficult due to pricing in London, I just wondered if you'd be able to give any advice and experiences on living in London, affordability of places to live on your own in London and just how to have the confidence to go live that city girl life, really what I'm trying to ask is, do you think it is worth me taking a chance on moving or staying where I am, lots of love. Okay, first thing I want to stress is, you said very early in your dilemma That one of your goals is to move to London. Now, first of all, I would ask yourself is your goal to move to London because the society and social media and all of this has told you that that's what a successful life looks like? Do you genuinely love London and want to be there? Is there a a reason you want to be in this city? or does it just make you sound and feel like you've succeeded? Because I live in London, I've lived here for on and off like five years since I graduated uni, um, and I'll tell you now, I don't go into the Central, I don't watch any West End shows, I don't go shopping on Oxford Street. I might do that once every few months, but I, I could do that if I was still living back home with my family in Somerset, I could come up to Oxford Street once every few months. So realistically I live in this big city the rent is disgusting and I don't use the city because I don't work in the city I don't work in central um and yeah it costs a lot of money to live here but I'm here because I'm like I said an aspiring singer actress and this is where every audition is they're all in London and it just made more sense for me to be here But if you're moving here for a job that you can get somewhere else in another city that is cheaper, closer to home, feels more like home, you know more people, I would also consider that and I'm not trying to put you off London because London is a lovely, beautiful, fun and it is the hustle and bustle of London and if that is what, like you said, if that is one of your goals and it's one of your goals, go for it, absolutely go for it, but I will tell you now, London is a very lonely place, so if you're thinking about moving here, and like you said, you don't you don't know anyone here, it's far from your boyfriend, your family and your friends, it is a very lonely place, now obviously you'll hopefully make friends at your new job, you can download Bumble BFF and try and make some friends, um, you can go to cafes and just chat to people, you can go to the gym and chat to people, like wherever you try to meet people, but Keep in mind that a lot of people in London are lonely. Like realistically, most people are One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. And built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E L P. Because they work here. And most people moved here alone and it's very, it's a very lonely city, and it makes you feel lonelier, because of the hustle and bustle, you know, everyone's rushing around on the tube, no one's taking a nice little stroll and chatting to you, like, everybody is on a mission, there's, there's thousands, well obviously millions of people, but in one place at a time, thousands of people around you, and you feel like a tiny, tiny, tiny little person in this massive world, and you feel quite alone, so I would say, if being lonely is a concern for you, then definitely really think about what you're doing, but also don't worry too much, because at the end of the day, if you moved here, spent a year here, and thought, you know what, I'm lonely, it's not for me, you can move home, do you know what I mean? You can always try things in life, like there is no, there's nothing wrong with trying something and saying it didn't work, and going home, I just choked, Sorry guys, and going home, that doesn't mean you're going backwards. It just means if anything, you're going forwards. You move to London, you try something amazing and it wasn't for you, and now you're moving forward in another city or another town wherever you live, you know. Um, now you said you didn't want to live with anyone, which I would go ahead and say isn't a great idea because obviously, like I said, London can feel very lonely. So to go to work and then come home to your own flat like I don't know what kind of person you are to say but from your message it doesn't sound like something that would benefit you because I, I okay I would genuinely recommend go on Spare Rooms the website find some girls your age or girls with similar interests or guys whatever like anyone that you want to live with you're not, you said that you didn't want to live with people, but this is what I think, I think go on there, and make friends with them, all get a house together, like maybe like a nice little group of three of you, no one's partying, like no, no we're here to be professionals honey, do you know what I mean, I mean maybe you do want that party life, exactly what I mean, find the people that are like you, get a house together for like a year, you could even do six months, and see how you get on and then if you don't if you really hate living with people then you can move out and you've also got those friends and nothing builds a bond like living with people so yeah I would I would consider all different options and where you can go and where you can stay and where you can make your friends and what you're going to do to be socially busy because that is important I think if you move to a big city like London try to be social and don't don't spend too much time on your own because yeah like I said London can feel very lonely but you said this is one of your goals so absolutely take that risk go out and smash it but just do whatever you can to make sure that you have people around you like you have a support system in London do what you can to build your support system in London that is my advice all right I love you so much okay moving on next dilemma this was actually my first dilemma that I received for the podcast, so I replied to her saying, You get absolute priority that I'm gonna read this in episode one. And I'm a girl of my word, here I am. All right, she says, So I've been single for 18 months now and been on a fair few dates during that time. Last weekend, I went on a date and we got on really well. It's a miracle because I never seem to like anyone. <laughs> My issue is that whenever I actually like someone, I stop acting myself because I'm scared of ruining things. And that usually pushes the other person away. It seems I'm able to keep boys I don't like interested because I'm my usual, happy, fun self. But whenever I like someone, I lose my composure and I spoil everything. How do I keep my confidence and keep him interested? Please help. Oh my god, you are just blowing it for yourself, are not you? Right, basically, what's happening is when you don't really fancy a boy, you can be yourself, because there's no pressure, you don't really care what they think of you, and they're, they're obsessed with you, because they get the real you, and then when you meet a guy that you're obsessed with, you go, oh my god, I need him to fancy me, I need him to like me, I need him to think I'm funny, I need him to not know that I'm crazy, because we all are deep down, do you know what I mean? So we put on this, just, we basically lose composure, like you said, we just lose all self-control, and just absolutely blow it for ourselves so I honestly don't really know what advice to give you besides like don't do that <laughs> like, it's so dumb just to be like oh yeah stop doing that like it's <laughs> you're ruining it for yourself stop but then also like you know that like it's really unhelpful but okay try and think about it like who actually cares what he thinks like yeah he's fit fuck fancy the living shit out of him but your validation doesn't come from whether he likes you or not and you know whether he fancies you or not isn't going to change how decent you are of a human being so just try and put less pressure on it like just think I don't care if he likes me like I actually I genuinely couldn't give a fuck but you do though don't you like that's not really gonna work okay I don't I don't know <laughs> Great advice. Thank you. This is the end of my podcast. Thank you. Basically, my advice to you is you are so amazing and you're fit as fuck and you're funny. You are sexy. You're funny. You're loyal, you're honest. I don't even know you. I'm just trying to big up your self-esteem. But basically, this boy does not get to determine whether you're validated or not. So don't put the pressure on it. Just love yourself, love who you are, love him, love everyone, love life. And if he if he fancies you, he fancies you, do you know what I mean? Take the pressure off a little bit. Think about it the way that you think about boys that you're not really that interested in. There's no pressure there because you don't really want him. So maybe try and think about it like that. Like who cares? Who cares what Ben thinks? Ben is fit's fuck. But who cares? Because there's loads of boys that are fit as fuck, and they're gonna fancy you as well, do you know what I mean, so yeah, take the pressure off, stop being silly, you're absolutely gorgeous, and boys are gonna be falling at your feet, darling, all right, moving on to the next dilemma, okay, hi, I'm so excited to hear what's about to come on your podcast, thank you, I've never been in a relationship, and I'm 22, I suppose I'm just scared of commitment because it's a lot. I'm concerned because I don't really feel romantically towards anyone and never have. I enjoy my own company, so that's not a massive issue. I have close bonds with some lads, but nothing romantically in the slightest. Should I be worried? Never worry. Like, that is one thing. One thing my mum always told me is worrying is the most useless emotion. And it's true. Like, imagine worrying about something and then nothing, nothing even comes from it. Wait, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said the most amazing quote, it wasn't even a podcast, what was it, it might have been a TikTok, oh I'm really sorry, I can't even give credit to who said this but, oh it was what SJ wears on TikTok, love you hun, she said, she heard somebody else say, that their granddad always says, <laughs> um, today is the tomorrow that we were worrying about yesterday and all is well, is that right? Today is the tomorrow. We were worrying about yesterday and all as well. Send about that. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Malignant. What did I just say? Anyway, something like that. Oh God, I've gone really off topic. Basically, that that is just on a side note on why we should never worry about anything in our whole lives, girls. You know what I mean? Never worry, love you. But in particular, in this situation, you're twenty two. You're not interested in boys. Who cares? You're are you happy? Are you building on your, your future, yourself, your life, your career, your friendships? Are you, are you fulfilling other areas of your life? Because relationships is just one part of your life. It's not your whole part. (laughs) What? You know, my mum always told me back to my mum, I'm going to talk about my mum a lot on this podcast. She's trained in counselling. She's an absolute lifesaver and she, she's going to get us through it all girls. Okay. When in doubt, I'll call my mum, do you know what I mean? I can always call my mum. Shall I call her now? Nah. I'll call her another time. So she said to me there should be five areas of your life, alright? Your family, friendships, relationships, career, and yourself. Okay? Relationships is one of them. I am I am guilty of making relationships the whole five when I'm in a relationship especially at the beginning I'm obsessed here's everything to me here's my life I want to be with him 24 hours a day like I have a problem and I I know I'm not the only one out there okay but she's so good at being like five areas of your life okay so this is my advice to you your relationship is only one area of your life if that's not something that you're even concerned about right now then Don't worry about it. Don't worry about something that doesn't concern you. You know, and you said you enjoy your own company, so you don't have the problem that you're lonely or you want you really want someone to spend your time with. Like you said, you enjoy your own company. I hope that you have friends around you. Oh yeah, you said you have close close bonds with some lads, so you have friends. (laughs) Although, like I said, not sure I believe in male female friendship, so I'm gonna say that they all fancy you anyway. um, Nothing romantically in the slightest do not be worried, you do not have to figure that out at 22, like, we are so young, like, I'm 24, for anyone wondering, I'm 25 in August, I accept presents, but, you know, like, you could meet someone when you're 35, and still have, like, 40, 40, 45 years with them, you know, like, don't worry, like, enjoy your 20s, your 20s are about you, enjoy them, don't don't have any regrets, don't have any worries. You're absolutely smashing life, and I love you, and I'm proud of you. Okay, moving on to the next dilemma. It's similar, but we're, it's more about virginity. Okay, so my dilemma is that I've never been in a relationship before. I'm 19 years old and still got my virginity. I've been talking to this lad who's 22. He keeps asking if I'd go around his house or for him to come around mine, but I've never met this boy before, and I just feel like his intentions are wrong. I've tried to hint about maybe going out for food or doing any other activity other than going around to both houses. I don't know how to know if he has just got intentions to sleep with me or if he is looking for something more serious. He seems so lovely and we're always in good conversations, but sometimes the odd sexual comment is made where I feel like I'm not too sure what to respond with because I either cringe at the comment or because I've never had a relationship like this, I just don't know what to reply with. But also because he is older and will have more experience than me, I don't want him to judge me because I don't know what I'm doing. Do you have any advice or what I should do on what I should do or whether I'm just overthinking the situation? Thank you so much and keep up the amazing work you're doing. Great. Oh, thank you. I keep going to say your names. Like I keep going to be like, oh my god, thanks, Beth from Liverpool. That's her name's not Beth, but you know what I mean. I, I keep forgetting. I need to keep this anonymous. Okay my first thoughts are, I do think you're overthinking it, I, I really do, um, absolutely no problem with the fact that you're still a virgin, and you've never had a boyfriend, that, that's not a problem, that's, that's completely normal, I think that's common, I, I wouldn't be concerned about that at all, so don't worry about that for one second, um, my only real concern in this dilemma is, like you said, he keeps saying about coming around his house or you going around his. Like you said, it makes you think that he just wants to have sex with you. And that gives me that vibe as well. But you also said that you're having great conversation. Um, but yeah, he makes your sexual comment. Now, I'll be honest, like he's 22, that's normal. Like, he probably does want to have sex with you. I mean, he definitely wants to have sex with you. He's 22, you are chatting and he's making sexual comments, it's, I, I wouldn't be concerned by that behaviour, so I wouldn't say that's anything out of the ordinary, even if his intentions were to marry you, he probably is still going to make the odd sexual comment, because boys love sex, and so do girls, I love sex, don't do do don't you all love sex? So yeah, like, I don't think because he wants to have sex with you means that that's his only intentions at all, like, like I said, everyone loves sex, um, But yeah, like he, like you said, he only really wants to go around each other's houses. I would rather, like, go, go out, go on a date, spend some quality time together, especially because this could potentially be the first person you sleep with. I would want to get to know them a bit more, but then I didn't do that on my virginity and I couldn't give a fuck. Should I tell you my virginity story, guys? It's fucking gross. Let me tell you my virginity story. Okay was kicking episode one off strong. Right. I was 16 and I was on those girls that was like petrified of boys and willies and even kissing. I had my first kiss when I was nine and I snogged this boy hiccup. Sorry. I always get hiccups. That's one thing I need to get out in the open from day one. I will get hiccups on probably every episode, at least one hiccup. Anyway, so yeah, my first kiss, I was nine. It was like a proper wet snog as well. And he was my first boyfriend. I was absolutely in love with him. We were together for two years from the age of nine. Like, what the fuck? Um, I ended up having sex with him years down the line and it was fucking dreadful. It was literally dreadful. And then he told everyone that I laid there like starfish. And I was like, it's because I was hating every second. Anyway, so, oh my God, that's eight years ago. That's fucking vile. I've been having sex for eight years. Anyway, let me tell you my virginity story. So I was 16. And I was one of those girls that was like, I am going to lose it to my husband. I am going to have sex in a bed full of rose petals. And he is going to caress me and love me and kiss me head to toe. Right. And he's going to be my husband and the father of my children. That's what I thought. And basically I went to, it's going to go straight in there. I went to a travel lodge with my best mate and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's best mate and we were all really drunk the vibes were amazing just immaculate vibes so all like just having the best time we were 16 so we couldn't go to club it and like we couldn't i just said go to clubbing like how old am i yeah we couldn't go clubbing couldn't go to a party we booked a travel lodge and got really drunk there and it was an amazing time highly recommend we were safe do not recommend. Do not recommend underage drinking. Do not recommend at all. Anyway, and then me and best friend's boyfriend's best friend, let's call him uh, Steve. (laughs) I would never sleep with anyone called Steve. Let's call him, mm, all right, we'll just stick with Steve because otherwise I'm going to just say his name. Let's call him Steve. Me and Steve getting on like a house on Fire, we are flirting, we're giggling, we're like wrestling. And then my friend and her boyfriend go outside for a cigarette. They smoked, they still smoke, but yeah, they went outside for a cigarette. And me and Steve are alone. We start kissing, making out even. By the way, I will get back to the dilemma, but I'm just breaking it up with my uh, virginity story. We're making out, and then they come back in the room, and then we get a bit more drunk, blah, 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 have a great time, it's bedtime, we all go to bed, we've got a two, we've got a double bed and a single, me and Steve are on the single obviously because they're the couple and we make it out and I did absolutely all of it with him in that uh, I didn't look at me acting like I was doing the filth, like, we're 69, and I sat on his face, like, no, like, none of that happened, it was literally the most pathetic, like, proper virgin sex, I mean, I was a virgin, um, I and, yeah, and we had sex, and I'd never done anything, I'd never, I'd never even seen a willy before, and to be fair, I still didn't see it, I still never saw it that day, because then, like, three weeks later, I found out he was circumcised, and I didn't have a clue, I was like, oh, didn't know that, so I probably didn't touch it either then, if I think about it now, but anyway, yeah, I lost my virginity at 16, pissed up in a travel lodge to my best friend's boyfriend's mate, um, but, you know, no regrets, felt right, felt like that was what I wanted to do at that time, and that's what I did, we carried on having sex for a few weeks, um, yeah, interesting, interesting virginity story so don't worry about yours don't worry because yours no one's can be worse than mine unless you were one of those people that had sex in like a festival tent or something your first time in a tent where was jake's first time i don't even want to know i don't want to know that makes me so mad anyway <laughs> anyone else like that like i fucking can't stand the thought of my boyfriend having sex anyway oh it makes me sick anyway back to you have a conversation, so if you do go to have sex with him, but you don't, you really don't want to be fucked over, you really don't, you only want to have sex with him if it's going to go somewhere, if you feel like that, make sure you communicate that with him, don't just do it, and then he might go, oh I weren't, I weren't really looking for a girlfriend, then you're devastated and you can't take it back, if you really feel like, I can't have sex with this guy, and it'd be nothing, have a conversation with him, and if that fucking scares him off and he runs away, bye, bye, do you know what I mean? Run faster. So, I think, depends how long you've been talking, don't worry about it too, too soon, um, but once it gets to a certain point and you feel like it's the right time to open up that conversation about having sex with him, if you want to, let him know that you're a virgin and you're worried about it and nervous about it, but if you don't want him to know that, then just say, I really don't want to have sex with someone casually, it's just not for me, um, if this is just casual for you, let me know, it's absolutely no problem, but yeah, I just would rather know, um, but then if you also are into casual sex, that's completely fine, just make sure you're having safe casual sex, that's my only concern, yeah, that's a major thing, be safe here girls, yeah, no STDs, um, or surprise pregnancies, guys, do you know, I actually take pregnancy tests every month, because I'm on the mini pill, I want to get off it so bad. I have the worst periods, but we'll have a period week maybe one week. Um we'll talk about that another day because it's a long story. But yeah, I get the most disgraceful periods. So I'm on the mini pill and it stops my periods. So I literally have to take a pregnancy test every single month. And it's quite thrilling. Like every month I'm like, wow, well, could this be the month? And low key, I reckon Jake would be excited. I actually do. Too far, I'm 24. I'm getting on a bit. Do you know what I mean? I'm not ready for a kid. I'm so financially unstable right now. It's actually quite sad. But that is um, not any of your problem. So. Thank you guys so much for listening. I have had the most amazing time chatting with you all. Remember, line at gmail.com to submit any of your dilemmas, any questions, any debate topics, anything at all. Whether you've got good news to share, you just really want to share it with people. Because I care. Trust me, I'm interested. If you've got bad news that you just really need some, someone to console in. Is that the word? Consoling? Like a console? Consult? What's the word? Basically, do you know what I mean? I am here for you. If you need any advice about anything, if you need someone to just get shit off your chest, I'm the gal. We are all here together as best friends. We're all here for you. You, listening. You. Oh my god, don't you love you on Netflix? Hello, you. You want me to notice you. Anyway, fucking hell. Yeah, so, you, listening. You. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. I can see you. Imagine that. Imagine I can see you right now. Through your window. Are <laughs> you joking? Well, obviously I'm joking. Why do I always feel the to say that I'm joking as if you fucking believed me, as if you checked out the window and checking I went there? Um but yeah. You listening, all of us girls that are also listening, all here for each other, okay? Promise me that. Pinky promise and ping your promise into the mic. Okay love you see you guys next week for another episode make sure you're submitting to get involved make sure you're following the instagram and tiktok at Lear on the line love you guys so much have the best week together bye